we're going to pour our Kool-Aid down the throats of a new global audience that's going to learn that it all started here tonight. Coming up on this edition of the Squared Circle, it's the rise and the fall in the sale of the WWE. Will the landscape of professional wrestling be the same in an hour? Who knows? Let's talk about it. Hello everyone, welcome to the Squared Circle, the UK's number one pro wrestling podcast. Andy here joining me as always is the maestro if you will the man who keeps me on my toes who um i don't know what he's done to my computer but he's done something because he's broken it and that's why we we're now recording it this way it's um it's stefan bennett stefan how you doing yeah not too bad i've been anywhere near your uh your computer <laughs> i don't know what's going on but uh, yeah and anything that that tries to go wrong tends to go wrong but we persevere we do so um yeah uh the audio is a little bit dodgy um <laughs> but just just bear with us on that there's nothing we can do about it i will get something worked around and sorted for next week now this show this week is going to be very very different it could be shorter um because we've only really got one big news piece to talk about today um and that is of course the wwe so we're going to get into that and all of the happenings that took place following last week's show because it's like vince listens to the squared circle because the last thing we ended on last week was is vince going to return to the wwe and we both said no and in the space of two hours vince was back so um royalty please mr mcmahon if you'd like to pay us for uh, giving you the idea to come back that would be that would be fantastic all right if you want to get in contact with us um across social media you can do then please do it this way. You can WhatsApp us 0772-431-2752. That's 0772-431-2752. You can do the Facebook group like a lot of people have done this week. A lot of feedback. Um at all the Facebooks dot all the Facebooks, all the W's dot Facebook.com forward slash the Squared Circle Podcast. You can tweet us at Wrestling TSC or you can email us at Squared Circle Podcast 2022 at gmail.com. A little later on as part of the feedback we have got a whatsapp voice note we'll be playing that uh in the break stefan should we do this should we start by the way we mean to go on i suppose we might as well uh it's uh it, it's a big one it, it, it quite possibly is the biggest news story wwe related potentially ever in history so yeah, I mean, it's. It, 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 let's give you the timeline. So, <clears throat> last week, the announcement came that Vince was pulling his owner right, if you will, um, and was coming back to secure what was rumored to be the TV deal or a potential sale of the organization. <clears throat> In doing so, um, two members of the WWE board of directors apparently resigned one of them funnily enough being the guy who uh, spearheaded the investigation into mcmahon back in june of 2022 and he was replaced by two mcmahon cronies all being well okay fine all right yeah vince is coming back that sent shockwaves through the wrestling landscape you know vince is back 24 hours after that the big news announcement money in the bank coming to the united kingdom in june we covered it all over the website we covered it over social media we will touch on that 48 hours after that vince mcmahon is now back in control of wwe 24 hours after that stephanie mcmahon resigns as chairwoman and ceo she doesn't go back on her leave of absence she leaves the business yeah nine hours ago reportedly via Dazen, via Bodyslam.net, broke by Stefan on TSC Facebook, WWE sold to a Saudi Arabian equity firm. 
you can't write this, can you? Well, um, I mean, we, we should be blunt. Obviously, we're, we're still, well, everyone, the world is um, awaiting official confirmation and official statement to say that this uh, sale has gone through. But, you know, the sources are some of the biggest reliable sources in the professional wrestling uh, media world. So you kind of have to lean towards it being true if it's been reported by those uh, said names. There's also a lot of wrestlers on social media at various different promotions, um, you know, even Matt Cardona, people are tweeting about it and some are saying, you know, uh, this is it and whatnot, whatever that means. And uh, I, it, when Vince, when, when Vince came back, um, I was initially, my first thought was, um, I don't think he's back to get involved in the creative side of it, do the jobs that Triple H has been doing. I think it, it was more about doing some more of the business side of things. Uh, maybe a potential sell. Um, now, the sell concerns me because with the Saudi Arabia Investment Fund, there's two sides to it. Now, I'm not familiar with the... the and I, I know one side of it has... Uh, dealings that they have a hand in Disney, they have a hand in Amazon, and um, some you know very re reputable uh, businesses names uh, and everything, which is kind of the hand that most fans are hoping is the the the, the side of the fund that's going to be delving into it. There's this other side which I, I'm, I'm not yet, I haven't looked into too much yet, but there's this other aspect of the fund which. Um, from my understanding, is if they're the ones that are involved with this, then um, it's not good. Um, so we need to. So, so no, let's just let's just let's just block yeah. it there. Why is it not good? Because we're hearing a lot of there's a lot of vocality at the moment across all of social media, across the dirt sheets. People like Rob Feinstein saying people are going to want to get out. Why is it not good? Because if, if it, as I said, if it's the the side of the, the fund that deal, as I said with Amazon, Disney, and everything, it's more diverse. It's it's kind of a hands off approach. Um, they kind of tend to let them do their thing, etc. If it's the other aspects of it where it's more hands on and more involvement, it causes a lot of problems because of uh, you know obviously it's no big secret about how you know human rights and the way uh, things are different over in Saudi Arabia. Uh, you know, we, we touched on it. It was uh, with these things in Qatar when the World Cup was going on. Um, you know, uh, people like Sami Zayn, for example, uh, he could end up being on his way out uh, because of his uh, religious beliefs and, and his uh, background, where he's from. You've got, uh, what does it mean for, for uh, women's wrestling? Um, you know, I, I, I take a little bit of comfort knowing that you know we've ha we have broken the the uh, the mold where we have actually had women's wrestling over in Saudi Arabia but it might mean that uh it might get scaled down a little bit uh women uh, the female wrestlers might have to have attire changes they can't wear what they would necessarily normally wear on weekly programming um we could end up seeing the likes of Goldberg being offered multi-million dollars and everything to have a, a Roman Reigns uh, length uh, reign as champion. Um, basically, it's it, it all boils down to what their intentions are. If they turn around and say, "Hey, look, you know, we've bought WWE. We're going to invest in the. We're, you know, we're here. We're going to do investment. We're not going to actually, you know, have much of a hands-on approach in terms of." the product, what what uh, everyone's seeing, you know, if Triple H and that, I, I hope to God Triple H keeps his role, um, let, let's hope so, um, and, and allow it to be run the way it's being run currently. If that's going to be the case, then that's not necessarily too bad. But unfortunately, with what's been touted uh, and whatnot, it, a lot of questions are going to be raised. I think it's a case of, it's one of those things where, we have a right to feel apprehensive and concerned, mm. but let's wait until we know what mm. the official word is, um, what the intentions are, 
um, and go from there. Because if the next one of the next statements that comes out is that Triple H has resigned, then I think we know what direction it's going and that's not going to be a good idea. Well, let, let's just go to the wife. So let's go to Stephanie because it was made yes. at 6.31 p.m. Eastern time. It's been deleted. It was then reactivated. Uh, a copy does remain on Facebook. If you want to see the copy, go to our Facebook page at the Squared Circle Podcast. Um, about eight months ago, I took a leave of absence and within a few weeks unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had the privilege to return as the co-CEO and chairwoman of the board of WWE. I cannot put into words how proud I am to have led what I consider to be the greatest company in the world, working alongside a remarkable leadership team and one of the strongest executives I have known in my co-CEO, Nick Khan. Our founder, Vince McMahon, has returned as executive chair and is leading an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives. And with Nick's leadership and Paul Levesque as CCO, Chief Content Officer, I am confident that WWE is in the perfect place to continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value for shareholders. WWE is in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave and take it one step further with my official resignation. I look forward to cheering on WWE from the other side of the business where I started when I was a little kid as a pure fan. I will always remain dedicated to the company. I truly love our company, our employees, our superstars and our fans and I'm grateful to all our partners. Thank you for everything then, now, forever, together, Steph. Now that same letter was sent to WWE employees that evening and it comes just less than just one week after Vince returned to the board to lead a sale of the company. When I heard that this morning, um, I didn't know about it until I literally saw the post on the Facebook page and I, and I saw you yeah. post it. Yeah. For me an era of not only shock but concern happened because stephanie mcmahon to resign from wwe completely means one of two things one she has had one hell of a falling out with vince and doesn't agree with the way the company has been handled or vince has handled it and i could see that similar to what shane did back in the day two she ethically doesn't agree with the way the business is moving now, if that is to a sale to Saudi Arabia, based on what the comments that you've made, and also what we saw just this past month in Qatar at the FIFA World Cup 2022, you've got to think that it's more than likely going to go through. And the, the other concerning thing about this is, we said in that, in that statement, that was released less than one week after Vince returned. Vince returned to lead a strategic review and now the company's sold, apparently. This has been done since he got forced out back in June. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I Obviously, I was awake when it broke because obviously I was the one that uh, broke it on our, um, on our media, social media pages. Um, uh, and it was a shame you weren't awake because I, I, I wanted to message you and just go, holy crap, dude, look what's going on um and it may have like a little private discri uh, discussion but you know gone 2 a.m uk time it's I a you. Yeah. especially considering you know you've been rushed off your feet uh with with a lot going on in in your life at the moment so um it was kind of like all i kept thinking was well i know we're recording today this show's now taking a bit of a turn because we mm. now know this is going to dominate what, well, like, what we're going to uh, be doing. I basically, um, just, just to do that, I basically picked up the format that we had, screwed it up and threw it in the bin and said, this is going to be the rise yeah. and fall of WWE. This is and, all the show's going to be That's why I didn't get a copy of it uh, today uh, was because of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, there, there could be... I mean, let, let's let's just play that, uh, devil's advocate for the moment. I'm not saying this is the case, but there could be a third option on why Stephanie's stepped down. Maybe she's uh, maybe got a little frustrated with the way things have gone, and maybe she's thought, Do you know what, I'm done for you know with with all of this for now. Um, you know, she's she she's got kids. Um, maybe she's she's thinking, Do you know, what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have a break away from from the business. I'm just gonna resign, and I'm gonna be a mother and maybe explore other avenues uh, for the time being. Because I would have thought that if maybe because obviously of who her husband is, if it was something so serious. I mean, I'm not saying that 
like I said, I hope it doesn't come. Uh, but if it was that serious, the reason why she's left, I would have thought Triple H, Paul Levesque, would have been supporting his wife well, and turned around and said, yeah, I would have. The, this know, is it. This is 6.30. This is 6.30 p.m. last night, right? There's still plenty of time. See, hmm. you've you've got to think about the one thing that McMahon wants to achieve by taking this sale and doing it is to take the company private. In his mind, that takes away from the government investigation into basically money laundering that yeah. and, and fraud. That it, it makes it more evident that Vince has got something to hide. Well, Vince um, is corrupt, right? Let's let's not put it. You know, yeah. it, it, it's a corruption. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to think that it gets sold to another conglomerate, whoever. Let's let's take Saudi out of it. Let's say it's Disney. Let's say it's Bob Iger from disney that's that's bought it right yeah um what does mcmahon do where do you see mcmahon going because mcmahon won't remain ceo or chairman because it's no longer his company so mcmahon is going to do this he's going to go straight down into the next position that he knows how to do creative bingo because that was actually what the next thing i was going to say is the most recent reports that i have read are that Vince is to return to run creative. And if that's the case, well, if, we if, know if how that, poor. I'll tell you now, if that's the case, I'm out. I'm out of WWE if that's the case. Because, and the reason for that is is simple. It was stale. It was an old product. We've talked about it. We've seen it reinvigorated yeah. since June, since July, when, when Paul Levesque, took over we've seen it grow it's going to go straight back to what it was now would you be concerned if you were one of the 20 superstars that have come back under the watch of triple h oh absolutely of course would you, i would would you be concerned if you were william regal no why not necessarily why because regal was one of the first I, I, ones I, to be fired yeah i i know but i i, I i'm not i'm not too sure about regal um, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I, I think, you know, the decision was made. Um, I don't necessarily think that was Vince's decision, if I'm honest. Um, I, so I think that might, might have been more of, um, Nick Cart, like a, you know, mm. of each GM of NXT, that's kind of what he's doing, but his role has changed. So I, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I, I, I don't think Regal would have too much to worry about. I'm more concerned about, as we said, some of the talent that have been rehired, but I'm also concerned about the talent that are dead set against being involved in any of the Saudi so, shows. And so, what's the wave going to look like? What, what, what do you think the wave's going to look like? Because it's already been reported again by uh, by Cave Side that mm-hmm. you've got a number of performers that are royally peed off if this has happened. Mm-hmm. They're annoyed anyway that Vince has come back to WWE they're annoyed even more now morale must have gone straight back into the gutter now stephanie's resigned so you've got to think like you said earlier on sammy Zayn is going to be one of the ones who's going to be looking to go who else and when do we start seeing the reports coming out of these requests for their releases now and if so who is at the top of that list bar sammy Zayn. um trying to think i know there were some names that were that were mentioned. Um, but obviously Sammy's one of them. Well, Sammy's more the one, one of the most outspoken ones, isn't he? He's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I just, do you I, think, I, do, I, you, I, do, you, do you think people like Usos are going to want to, are going to want to go? Do you think people like Kevin Owens is going to want to go in support of, Sami Zayn, you know, forget storyline, they're close friends. Mm-hmm. Do you think someone like Finn Balor is going to want to stay? AJ Styles is going to want to stay? Are they going to stay for the money? Is it going to become, are the paydays that they get for these Saudi trips going to continue? Or now they're potentially owned by Saudi Arabia, a Saudi Arabian company. Is that going to be absorbed? Is the pay-per-view schedule going to change? Is it going to go more to Saudi Arabia than what it is to the US? Well, well this is the thing, you know, it's, it's almost kind of a shame that, I mean... I think we have to, we're, we're kind of lucky in a way we have the benefit of, you know, providing everything goes smoothly enough of doing this podcast every, uh, on a weekly basis. 
So I think it's a case of we need more answers. It's it's like I said, we haven't had an official statement yet. Um, I don't think people like the Usos will particularly pull out uh, in support of Sami Zayn. I, I, I think they would, as much as they get on well with Sami Zayn, um, I think they would still work regardless. Mm. Um, I think it would take something seriously negative to that to really rock the boat there with a lot of the superstars. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I really, really don't know. Um, I just, it's something we need something more concrete before we can delve too much into it. Yeah, because it's all going to be speculation. I mean, this is the thing as well that we have, you know, I mean, while I'm talking to you at the moment, I mean, I'm, I'm going through Twitter at the moment to see the most recent things. There's no updates um, currently. And, you know, but it does seem, because that's all the noise, is that it's a Saudi investment that have bought the company. But again, has the deal definitely gone through? Um, I don't know. We'll, I, I should imagine we'll learn probably more within the next 12 hours, mm. um, I would expect, um, because it would have been 24 hours from when, you know, the uh, the rumour really, the rumour mill really picked up that the company had been sold. Um, I think this is one of those ones where we're going to have to wait and see. And I think next week's episode, when we record it, we'll have even more to talk about. So I think we'll have a clearer indication on exactly what is going on. I think we would have had an official statement definitely by then. Um, I think we will know an outline of what direction and what changes are potentially going to be made. Um, So, however, I don't believe for a second that People like Triple H, etc., and all that lot didn't know about this a little while ago. Um, you know, I know you, you brought up about um, you know we reported Money in the Bank is going to take place at the O2 Arena in in London uh, here in the UK in uh, in June. Um, I think when that when that was made, I think well those who needed to know in WWE probably knew that this was going to happen. I mean, we we've known for the last three, four years that there was going to be a potential sale, except for what I think we all expected to be someone like Disney, Fox, or, mm. you know, uh, maybe even Netflix uh, to mm. buy into uh, WWE. Um, you know, what concerns me as a sports fan overall is how much involvement uh, the Saudis have in sport worldwide um it's no secret how mega rich that they are um what? i i for me i don't begrudge but human rights and, and all that they have their issues you know I, i'm not one to speak out against other countries i don't agree with everything that every country uh, says and does for me if some if if mm. anyone abroad invests in a sport, in a sports team, anything like that. I don't particularly begrudge them as long as they do what is right for that investment. What I didn't realise, and I've just, as you've been talking, I've just done a little bit of of Googling and and a little bit of research, that the Saudi investment firm, and it is now all over the media, all over the media, um, since that dozen, it's in the New York Times, it's in the Washington Post, the Sun have picked it up, the Mirror's picked it up, tjr have picked it up it's everywhere now um so there has to be an announcement today there just has to be um, i would have thought that's why i said in the next 12 hours we would have. what I, I didn't realize was that this saudi firm have, have just bought newcastle united for 300 million pounds yeah it's the same group. and they're investing and yeah and they're running the club very well to be fair, I mean Newcastle United, who have been battling relegation at the bottom of the table for uh, the last three, four years since they've been back in the Premier League under Mike mm. Ashley, mm. since they've sold the company, uh, the, the club, they're they're in the top four of the Premier League and playing extremely well. Right. They're they're being smart with their business. They're not overspending, yeah. even though they're technically one of the richest clubs in the world now. Okay, let's, but let's this go. is this is. The, uh, uh, I just want to say this is a 
an example of current, well, at least currently, of them managing a, 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 what they've invested in correctly in mm. the right way. Let's go to Facebook because um, one of our listeners, Tom Williams, put on there. Amazing. Looks like mm-hmm. the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund are buying WWE. There goes any interest I had in the company going forward. Now, he continues to say in response to some, to another uh, person that he only watches AEW and a bit of NWA, but it is Rumble season and I do usually dip in to see the Rumble, but not now. Um, WWE is why I love wrestling, he replied to me, but I can't support the Saudi. So there's a lot of... A lot of hatred towards this. And you've got to think that, is it, I mean, this is the big thing, right? So I'm going to ask you this question as, as, as you look at our website, and if you look at our bio, you'll notice that, you know, I've turned around and said that we're wrestling fans, but we also work or we have worked in the industry. So we know the inner workings for promotion. Wrestling fans are very much about clickbait. We'll say a lot, but we'll actually won't do anything. So Will Tyranna was saying, we're not going to watch the Rumble. We're not going to watch WrestleMania. The product is crap. It gets the highest buy rate. Network subscription goes up. So we say one thing, we do the exact opposite. Fans are in uproar at the moment about this alleged sale to Saudi Arabia. And the stress, it is alleged. Yeah, we've got no evidence to confirm it has gone through. They're going to leave in droves. They're going to leave in droves. They're not going to watch. They're not going to watch WWE. Are they or aren't they? Do you think this will hurt WWE or not? Of course they are. This is nothing new. I mean, this this is what I I always I have this statement I always make. Wrestling fans are the best fans in the world, but they can also be the worst fans in the world. Mm. They're very fickle. Um, the amount of times you know, even wrestling uh, friends of mine have turned around and said, "Oh, I'm not watching WWE anymore. It's it's boring. It's dull. It's too bland. It's this this and this. I'm done." and whatnot, you know, when there was uh, some of the releases that happened, oh, one of my favourite wrestlers got released, I'm done with WWE, blah, blah, blah. And they're still watching it. They, they were still watching it uh, and that, you know, I was the same. I, you know, I turned around and I never said that, well, I'm never watching WWE again. I, I only ever said, I'm really struggling to enjoy watching WWE again. I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm losing interest, which was true. Uh, but I still watched it and I persevered and it was very difficult to do at times because the product was so bad. Um, but of course they are. And this is the thing, people people are jumping the gun. They're being too premature with what they're saying and what they're deciding. We don't know what is going to happen yet. That is the key thing. We don't know, as as, as I said, and I'll say it again, we don't have an official statement yet. We don't know what direction they're going in. Who's to say? Because one thing we do know about the Saudis is they, to be fair to them, they do have a passionate uh, love for WWE and professional wrestling. We, but, we've we've seen that. But is it enough to sustain a multi-billion-dollar organization? That company is worth over seven billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm also looking at some of the investment and, and all this. So I've no doubt that some of the the, the, the Saudis that are going to be involved in this are going to be big wrestling fans. There were, you know, I've no doubt there is some benefit, potential benefits that could come for this. Some of them might actually turn around and say, right, we want such and such from new Japan when their contracts up, we want such and such from AEW when uh, their contracts up, you know, they can go into negotiations with any wrestler in the world and say, here's a check, give us your price, how much you want. And and we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. Whereas Vince and all that might be like, they're asking too much money. We're not going to pay you that money. Tony Khan might pay you that much much money, but you might get lost in in the uh, in the mix within a month or two, and I think I'm not getting much TV time. Look at all of the top names that have gone over there from WWE or New Japan uh, since AEW started, and that, and look at the ones that are not getting TV time or, or being used. Mm. At least we'll give you TV time, and we'll uh, and we think because of who you are. Um, we we think that we'll we, we'll be a better place for you. I mean, there's all that talk about um, Switchblade Jay White. You know, um, there's a lot of belief at the moment that, that there's firm belief that WWE believe that they can actually sign him, but no promotion can talk to him until his contract's up. I've no doubt that um, if WWE really want him and the South and 
the Saudis are running, going to run things correctly, that they won't go out and do everything they can to get someone like Jay White over to WWE. And well, now, if they're willing to do all that, I can't, I can't go against them on that. It could potentially be exciting. So, um, there, excuse me now, I'm having a drink. Um, so, this is the thing. So let's you know let, let let's put a pin in it there and let's go now um to some comments made by one of our listeners, Francis Reyes, and then we'll be back talking more about who could be signed, because there's rumors about Will Ospreay as well. Um plus top pick. So we'll be back in just a second after this. Recording. My name is Francis. Um, no, I, about the WWE sale, um, I don't see. There's two ways. A, it feels like an episode of the um, successions, but also as well, it'd be interesting to see if they do sell it off to the Saudis. Um, what they're going to do. Are they going to keep a Triple H in like a Dana, type, Dana White type of role where they keep him just on or what will change about the product? But one way, yeah, you've got to look at the good sides of it as well. It, there might be some good things to it, but till it's on off, we all don't know. Like, it's a big shock with Steph, like, leaving. But the thing is, originally she was going to take some time off as well, so maybe it'd be interesting to see this week what's going on, if we're going to see anyone else, like, directors leaving, but... One way, I can see the goods in it, but the thing is, I've only said about the UFC when it originally saw the whole notes of being back inside, so if you've seen it, it's boring. Yeah, it's Alright, thanks to Francis Reyes there for his comments on, on the WhatsApp, and what I forgot to do was this. Francis Reyes, you get your own... A little bit of the bubbly! There we go. Um, if you want to get involved in the WhatsApp and let us know your thoughts, then you can do it. It's 0772-431-2752. That's 0772-431-2752. 40 minutes down in the show so far, talking about the alleged sale of WWE, the resignation of Stephanie McMahon. Before we went to the break, we touched on Jay White. We touched on Switchblade. And, and there is rumours that Jay is legitimately leaving New Japan. Um, there's rumours that WWE and All Elite are interested in signing him. The other name that is rumoured as well, as per Jushin Funder Liger, and you can read the report on our website at squaredcirclepodcast.com, is Will Ospreay. So the, the, the question to you now is, if you are a talent, if you are Impact or New Japan or NWA or All Elite, do you now want to go to WWE or will you be saying, no, I want to, I want to either stay in New Japan or I want to go to all elite wrestling. And if you're an all elite superstar, what's going through your mind? It's a really good question because of, like I said, the, the potential sale of WWE. I mean, like I said, I don't know what people like Jay White and Apple think about the Saudis and, and, and them potentially owning the company. I mean, let's put that to a side at the moment, if I was deciding where to go, if I was leaving New Japan, uh, and that was for certain, I, I and I'm not putting my WWE fanboy hat on here, but I would go WWE because of the fact that too many top fakest stars are being lost in the mix at AEW. You know, I, I like AEW a, a, a lot. I've, I've I've always said I don't think AEW know what find the wrestling company they are. I don't think they've still figured it out yet. And um, it's frustrating when someone starts getting a push on AEW television and they start doing something good with them, then it ends and then you don't see them or you see them very, very scarcely um, for, for a while. And I think when you look at uh, people like FTR who are rumoured to be going back to WWE, hence why they got uh, tag titles at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, um, they're rumoured to go back. Carl uh, Anderson dropping his title as well at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, you know, I still think WWE is 
still the most attractive proposition. Uh, for Will Ospreay is a different one because I know Will Ospreay in the past has spoken out and been a little bit negative towards WWE, but I think that was very much during the Vince time. Now, we may be going back to the Vince time, which is a, a problem. Um, however, Will Ospreay said there's guys in WWE he would love to wrestle, you know, people like Seth Rollins and, you know, to, to name drop someone. Um I've no doubt at the moment WWE is probably the best place if you want to go somewhere and you still want to be a big player. Uh, in AEW, you will probably get that from day one, but it will probably be limited. Um, okay, so, so it's an interesting prospect. So I mean, the the other thing that we need to touch on here is the TV rights. So yeah, one of the things that, that McMahon was coming back in to do was to negotiate the TV deals. We knew that Fox was coming up, CBS Viacom was coming up as well. Are they going to want to negotiate with a Saudi Arabian organization? Because bear, bear in mind, Newcastle United doesn't negotiate with Sky. They negotiate with no. the FA. Or BT yeah. negotiate with the FA, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were WWE, do you think the Saudis are going to try and push to continue on Fox? Does that relationship with USA struggle and they move raw? Do they take it all away and put it all on the network? Well, that's it. Um, do they need television you know, we, rights anymore? Well, this is the thing. We had this discussion last week, didn't we? Where we were talking about broadcasting and mm. is, is broadcasting professional wrestling, mm. is, is it kind of a thing now? Um, I think we must find out um, if WWE, the biggest... A global wrestling company on earth um if it that changes and ends up all moving over to peacock or the wwe network if you're in the uk um maybe so uh because obviously um bt sport currently have the rights mm. uh, and have for the last uh, couple of uh, couple few years. years um yeah uh, from from sky sports um it, it is a very interesting one to because we this is what I mean. We, we don't know. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at the point where, you know, most wrestling's uh, going on stream, streaming based anyway. So I don't really think it matters. Okay. So Francis Reyes in the WhatsApp made an interesting point. Yeah. He said, he was talking about Paul Levesque and he said, are they going to offer Paul Levesque a Dana White style role that he has in UFC? Mm. You've got to think, you've you got to think about Paul Levesque and, and we are calling him this is not character now we're not calling him triple h we're calling him paul levesque it's his real name it's a business situation you got to think that stephanie's gone his backup has gone you've got to think that him and vince are not on the best of relationships terms because he's basically unpicked everything that vince did when he left and all the releases he's brought them back he's turned nxt back into his vision of what nxt was going to look like he also almost nearly died Yes. So is he going to want to stick around? And if you were Paul Levesque, would you now leave the WWE, shove two fingers up and go work for a competitor? Or would you start your own? Because you and Stephanie have got a little bit of money in the bank. Mm. If they were, if he's not going to stick around, I would love for him to start his own promotion. But I, I would have full trust in him. I think Triple H would probably do a better job than Tony Khan. Oh, if yeah, I'm yeah. I've got no doubt about that. Um, uh, so, but I, I, I'm hoping he stays because I, I, I'm hoping that whoever takes over, they see him as an, a huge, important asset to have. <clears throat> um, this is the guy that has taken 10 maybe up to 15 years almost of well i won't go that far mate over over a decade of poor or or, um declining wwe product and turned it on its head in the space of what six months yep totally agree and and all we've done since june is is share the success of triple h going as far as saying we're a triple h guy absolutely but is he going to want to stick around with Vince? Vince being the boss. Is Vince going to even want him there? I mean, well, that 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 depends. I mean, I think he would stick around. Um, I think he, because his passion is what drives him. Triple H is no doubt 
passionate passionate mm. he's kind of the uh, he's he's the he's the representation of us he's the wrestling fan that's had a wonderful career in mm. the ring and he's having having a successful career outside the ring and um he's proven by the decisions that he has made since Vince did uh, step away that he is trying to build the foundations of a better product that is going to get fans more interested without losing the you know the, the the younger fans and everything that liked all the crap that we were having before uh, Triple H kind of took over uh, creative um you know uh, but it's, it's pulled back in some of the fans that they were losing um you know as i said i've got wrestling fan friends who you know hadn't watched wwe for a while but they've started to enjoy it more um in recent months and uh, and they're getting back into it but um i i, I don't i don't know I, I could see triple h still working and doing his job um it i think it would be more of a case of whether vince allow wants him to or not that mm. that's what i think it comes down to it'll be a vince decision <laughs> Not a triple eight, uh, not a ball of it. Let's go back to an earlier topic because one of the things that we mentioned and has been there all the time is this desire to move the company back to private again to get away from the lawsuit. Now, the lawyers um, who are representing the shareholders made a statement, and this is before the news of the sale broke. Let's stress this is a couple of days ago now that this broke. It says, and I quote, I hope you had a great holiday season. I'm writing with an update on WWE. We have been working with the company for several months and have received several internal documents which we have been reviewing. We expect to get an additional batch of documents this week. You may also have seen the news about Vince forcing his way back onto the board along with a major board shakeup. As a result, we believe there is enough of a basis to bring a breach of fiduciary lawsuit we hope to file a complaint against McMahon and possibly other directors and officers for breaching their duties to WWE and its shareholders. We should have a draft for you to review in the next couple of days. So you've got to be thinking, these lawyers are thinking this isn't over. They can see what McMahon has tried to do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, there's no smoke without fire. I think they've, they've, they've found something very damning on Vince uh, and I think this has all been panic stations and it's kind of this is why I think Vince is rushing everything to try and block any kind of further um, issue that might be brought to him um, of, of the things he's done um, I'm not this is just a off the cuff opinion this is something that's just crossing my mind listening to that as well um, I'm wondering and I, I'm not saying this is the case I'm not you know I'm not trying to speculate or uh, make an allegation this is just um something which i'm i'm just thinking may be something worth considering um i th there might be a possibility that one of the reasons why stephanie's fully um quit wwe is because i think maybe something might have been uh, there might have been an involvement with her with something that's come along and she's completely washing her hands of the company and getting that getting out of there what well, makes sense, but if she's been involved in it, it's, somewhere a, family. Like... it's a family business. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but... uh, I, you know, whether she was on board with doing it, there's nothing to say she wasn't involved in any dodgy dealings. Um, she would, you know, know or anything like that. From, Who knows? From a legal perspective, though, even if she's washed her hands with the company, if she was involved, she would still be liable. Mm -hmm. She can still be taken to court. It, yeah, absolutely. But like I said, it's just something which, you know, is something which I've, no, I've just considered I, just I totally then. Agree. I'm not saying that's the case. Uh, I, I, I doubt it would be because I don't think Stephanie, um, you know, I, th I think considering, you know, yeah. the, the the dodgy relationship I think she has with her father these days, the, the fractured relationship um, that we believe that they have, um, I, I wouldn't have thought she would uh, at all. Well, you had a first public comment about how hectic WWE has been, and that comes from Ronda Rousey, uh, who yesterday was on her gaming stream on YouTube and went, if you haven't noticed, everything's a little bit in flux with WWE. I don't think anybody knows what's going on with anybody this week, let alone weeks from now. So and that's from your former women's champion, <laughs> Ronda Rousey, who does jack shit about what's happening in WWE. You've got to be thinking now, if you were a WWE superstar or a member of the office, 
you are concerned. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I lost, uh, I think that comment and statement um, pretty much uh, invalidated itself from the moment when you, you mentioned who it came from. Uh, I'm sorry, but, you know, I, I used to love Ronda um, when she was uh, in UFC. And, you know, I, I was one of the ones that was just like, hey, you know, when she first came into WWE, I was like, we give her a chance. We mm. give her a chance. But there seems to be this uh, self-entitlement that she's um, she's a, she has to have respect from fans and everyone else. And that because she was basically made women's champion on a, on a few occasions that she demands the right to, you know, um, be very outspoken compared to the ones that have been there longer and done uh, more. I think uh, she does deserve it. I, I think she does deserve it. I don't it. think she does. Maybe not no. to the level that she's she's asking for, but I think she deserves something. Let's just go back to, to, to the Stephanie situation because, you know, this is breaking. This is breaking today. Um, Stephen Sutton on Facebook said, thinking of all that has happened, I think Stephanie resigning could be a way of making sure that her kids don't get drawn into the family business. Because if you think of it, Vince took over from his dad and then drew Steph and Shane into the organisation. Now to enter a what if situation. What if Shane never left the company to explore other opportunities and took over from Vince? Would we be in the position we're in today? Or would he have retired earlier knowing that the company was in safe hands with the name of McMahon still at the helm? And seeing who potentially are the new owners just confirms that the company we grew up with is now dead. It's more about business than the wrestling. So a couple of interesting points there. And I think we've touched on the Stephanie one throughout, but a different take has she do you think she's quit to prevent the kids from being drawn into this scandal that is now becoming the mcmahon family um and and the second point to that i don't like doing what if scenarios because i don't think you can really do a what if on, on shame i think now. we're forced into it at the moment until things are clarified yeah I, I, but I what i'm saying is that. i don't i don't like doing a what if on what if shane hadn't left the wwe back in 2002 or or, or whatever is the company, the, the last comment that Stevens put, I think is a, is, a, is a good one. The company that we all grew up watching, that you and I grew up watching in the 80s and the 90s, and most of the fans grew up, is it dead? And do we need to accept that and move on? And if we do, where does that leave you as a WWE fan? <clears throat> and this is moving oh. it away from the sale. Yeah. Away from the... <sighs> Away from the sound, no, it's not dead. No, no, far from it. Um, there is an element of which there, there's something which I know some other fans have said. It's a comment which that they've made. I think they've, they, it's been said for a long time, which is WWE is Vince's and Vince won't let anyone else have it. And it's like Vince, if it comes... I always go back to... 2002 you remember when vince did the uh the promos but uh, before he announced the nwo and he said that the wwe has a, a lethal uh, as, a, as a cancer and uh he was going to inject it with a lethal dose of point and he goes uh, i'm not going to let rick flair flair kill mm. what i create mm. and he goes uh i create the wwe he goes i'm gonna kill it uh me um you know i'm gonna kill my own creation mm. and kind of the irony of it all these years later um how egotistical of vince though there there is a firm belief amongst <laughs> fans that vince is now setting up wwe to die because he's been forced out he's forced his way back in and that is kind of like you know i'm i'm getting old i my time on this planet is limited and that, and I don't think he he wants anyone else to take the ball but, and run with it. But, I but, genuinely but why, don't. But, but why? Because, like you said, he's seventy-seven years old. He's got yeah. limited amount of years left on this earth. He's in bloody good shape for his age. He's worked forty odd years religiously. I mean, we're hearing the rumours about three hundred and sixty days in a year that that he works with no break. Why would you not want it to grow? Why would you not want it to expand? Why would you not want it to reach new heights? under your family it's still a family i don't get it how selfish and how egotistical how selfish and how egotistical is that of vince mcmahon well well, there you go you know you just said egotistical we know vince has a big ego vince doesn't shy away from the fact he has a massive ego 
Um, what I can't understand is, you know, before Vince took over, Vince Senior uh, created the company. He started it when he passed away. Uh, when he was um, getting ready, uh, coming to the end of his life, you know, Vince took the ball, ran with it, made it this multi-billion-dollar company. You know, which is still thriving to this day. Mm. And it's like, well, why can't Vince allow the next generation to ne- of the McMahons to to, to take yeah. it? Because you know he can retire and he can die happy knowing that his grandchildren, uh, all of his grandchildren are all going to have a piece of the pie, you know, from, uh, from the benefits of the company uh, thriving recent times, the last six months have shown while he's been away that the company's probably been thriving better than it has in God knows how many years. Um, it is a very strange, um, a very strange tax for him to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking on Twitter again because I'm just trying to keep up. There's someone's posted something very interesting, and and it's kind of made me think, oh, that would be actually be, or like, do you imagine someone's put? Imagine if Triple H and Stephanie give Vince a taste of his own medicine and buy out the modern territories, Impact, NWA, GCW, MLW, and so on, and create a brand new national promotion. What I said to you earlier, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just thinking about that, that that just uh, there's one there's um, one factor here that you've got to be thinking about. What does Tony Khan? What do you think is going through Tony Khan's head at the moment? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think obviously Tony Khan is probably none the wiser what we than what we are, but he's Mm -hmm. he's probably looking at this, you know, very very cautiously, thinking, okay. This is going to, because at the end of the day, it's going to go one of two ways, regardless of who buys the company anyway. Is it going to continue to thrive? Are they going to allow the right people to continue to run the company and allow it to go in the blossoming direction that it has been in, uh, in recent months? Or is it going to have all these wholesale changes and it's just going to wilt mm. and end up going back to the same formalities as what it was before <clears throat> when it was getting bland and stale mm. and all that lot? If it's going to be the latter, Tony Khan potentially, you know, be licking his lips a little bit and and, and rubbing his hands with glee. But and and, and this was it's a big but. Tony Khan still has his own mistakes that he needs to learn by. He needs to get his own office in order and and sort his own promotion out and and make it sustainable, make it uh, better than what it is. As we say about top names, just mm-hmm. you know not being mm. given TV time, um, names and, and, you know, an overcrowded roster uh, and that, you know, I would probably put in a lot of deals and say, right, you lot, I, I've got nothing for you at the moment. Go earn some more money on, on the indies and I think get bookings and I think you're still with us, but we'll call you back when, like in football, you know, when you loan a football player out to another club because you can't give them game time, you know, something like that. Just say, look, I'll loan you back out. I'll loan you out to the indies. You know, if you want to make some extra money, uh, uh, taking bookings elsewhere. Go ahead. I've got nothing for you right now, but you're still with us, you know. So, I, think... I, I really, really don't. I really don't know. Um, I think we're oh, in a position just... now where you you said it earlier on, and we're, we're going to restress it. There has been yeah. no official statement until an official statement comes. We are in this what if scenario. Yeah. Um, stay tuned to all yeah. of us on social media across Facebook, across Instagram, across Twitter, um, because once we hear it, we will cover it. And, you know, there might be a yeah. bonus show this week. Who knows? I don't know. I think if it's ma- if it's major, then we need to cover it and we'll do something. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> but I, I want to switch gears now. So in summary, um, we don't have long left on the show. So in summary, um, let's recap what we know. Stephanie McMahon, gone, resigned from WWE, not just CEO or chairwoman, she is gone. WWE reportedly sold to a Saudi Arabia private investment firm. Um, News broke at 6.32 last night about Stephanie's resignation, Eastern time, so 2 a.m. this morning. News broke, I think it was about 9 a.m. UK time or 7 a.m. UK time about the buyout. We will keep you updated as much as we know. 
but if you want to get in contact if you want to let us know your thoughts on anything that we've talked about today just like fran just like tom just like uh, steven you can do 077-243-12752 that's 077-243-12752 now shifting gears very slightly because we're going to change top picks because there's a couple of things that i want to touch on outside of of that one of them is money in the bank coming to the uk uh we broke it on twitter we broke it on facebook and on our website june for the first time at the moment for the first time it's coming to the uk what's your take on them bringing a proper premium live event to the united kingdom it's exciting it's exciting i know triple h said last year that they were aiming to do at least one big uh, arena stadium of uh, a pay-per-view every year in the UK, etc. Um, and when it was questioned, um, would it be, you know, like Clash of the Castle, he turned around and said, well, we don't know yet. Uh, it, it will be at different locations in the UK and it will probably have a different name. I didn't think it was actually going to be one of the mainstay pay-per-views. Um, I mean, I'm still not a fan of Money in the Bank being its own pay-per-view i still prefer money in the bank being a wrestlemania match you know Mm -hmm. now we're two nights have a men's on one night Mm -hmm. women's on the on on the other night um but it is exciting and you know and that if it's a success then i think it will only lead to more and uh, you know maybe next year we might get uh something uh, we might get something else i know um the, the idea is at the moment is that WWE is stepping more Triple H is trying to step away from the gimmick pay-per-views. Um, hence why we, we're not going to get a hell in a cell uh, pay-per-view uh, much longer. We're not going to get, um, you know, all these ones like that anymore. So um, this could be technically the last money in the bank pay-per-view uh, un- under that name. Um, but if it's obviously Clash of the Castle was a huge success. We know that. It was a very good pay-per-view as well. Um, like I said, I was my only real disappointment was the ending um, of that. But um, if Money in the Bank draws and does performs very, very well, then who knows what we what we what we could end up getting um, in twenty twenty four. You're gonna go. Uh, I'm I'm aiming to. Um, I'm I am aiming to. It, it'll all depend because I'm, I'm awaiting on some inheritance at the moment. Um, from a grandmother that sadly passed uh there but there's some delays with um with that at the moment but uh if i if if that comes through in time and uh when the tickets go on sale then yes um because you, you know i will pick up a couple of tickets and you, you see seen hospitality vip is almost five grand for yeah i'm not going down that. i just think that's ridiculous i'll go to Mania. it costs less for me to go to mania in dallas for a week it was interesting i was talking to a listener called uh glenn redler the other day when we were talking about money in the bank and um <clears throat> what he said to me was i'm actually a pretty good crazy golfer so i could give roman reigns a run for his money but it's a ridiculous amount of money it is good though money in the bank coming to the uk we are one step closer to having a SummerSlam or a rumble or a survivor series i don't think you're ever going to get wrestlemania over here i'll be honest it's not going to happen mm. um i could yeah. see the rumble i could see mania um summer slam i could see the survivor I'd series yeah i could see the rumble and i would be there like a shot top picks this week changing uh changing tack moving to top picks um gonna be slightly different we don't have a lot of time this week because of some of the technical issues that we faced so i really want to touch on one thing and that's top match because I, I've got a top match in mind and I'm assuming you're going to have the same match because it was 40 minutes of pure brilliance between two athletes that are legitimately best in the world. One is Kenny Omega and the other is the aerial assassin Will Ospreay. Wrestle Kingdom 17, what a match that was for the IWGP US Championship. Oh, it, it was it. It was. I, I can't even find the words to describe it. It, it was phenomenal. It, it was. Uh, it, 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 I, I was blown away by it. I, I thought it was. It was that good. It really was. They delivered 
Um, I, I bought into it. They, they, they sold it to me from the, uh, the face-to-face press conference oh, before. Electric. Uh, I mean, that was, I mean, you know, having Will Ospreay calling Kenny Omega repeatedly a C-U-N-T, um, you know, I was a bit like, whoa, okay. Um, but it delivered. It, it did deliver on many levels. Uh, I was surprised at the result, um, which I know you would be as well, because I think when we did our predictions, we both went with a Will Ospreay, because we both thought mm-hmm. it would end up leading to a ospreay Jay White <laughs> feud. Um, and neither men walked away with a title. So, well, I, to um, be honest, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was genuinely surprised at the result because I thought this would be an Omega passing the torch to Osprey. Yes. And then yeah. White defeating Okada, you moved into that natural Osprey Okada feud. I'm intrigued to know now, <clears throat> excuse me, where it's going to go because obviously Osprey lost, White lost. The rumors, we've talked about it already about them leaving New Japan. Apparently. Yeah. We're taping this on Wednesday. Tonight on Dynamite, they are going to reference Omega versus Osprey. They kind of have to because Omega's in trios action tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know whether it's New Japan's way of saying, well, you two are out of contract. Neither of you are, are, are open, well, or have not yet. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming maybe in New Japan know that neither men want to re-sign. Um, and I think maybe that's that might have been why they went with what they went with uh, for them both to um, drop titles on, on the same show. Mm. Um, but uh, I do think they've missed a trick there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 excited to see because I think definitely as far as Jay White's concerned, as I said, Jay White's currently my favourite wrestler in the world. Um, He's nothing. He's nothing left to prove in New Japan. He's been there long enough. He's done so much. Um, I do think it's time for him to have a new challenge um, and to, uh, you know, and to, to get himself onto, uh, you know, American-based uh, promotion, whether it be AEW or WWE. Uh, like I said, I would love to see him in WWE because I think he um, could have a great career there. Um, in AEW, like I said, I, I do worry about him eventually after a little run getting lost in the mix again and uh but do you, you not know think, i think not to see him but do you not think else? though that going to wwe for either or two guys under a mcmahon creative they won't get utilized yeah. that's the burning question isn't it i mean we we, we again we're, we're speculating we need to if if vince is on the board and remains to have some control, but is not in control of the creative. If if that's part of the reason he's gone back, is turn around and say, "Look, I'm here to facilitate uh, the sale. I'm here to do executive things and that, but I'm staying away from creative and and that." Because even Vince, I mean, I, I know you're shaking your head, and I and I do agree with why you're shaking your head. And I I'm just trying to be optimistic here. I'm, I'm really trying to be optimistic here and go against the grain. You know, if, if Vince is going to stick around, there is no way that Vince cannot look at the figures and look and see that the rise in popularity of WWE again since he stepped down and Triple H has been in charge of creative and that I think he would be a fool to turn around and want to undo all of that hard work. Now, if you're an investor buying the company and you know the company's thriving at a peak that yeah. it hasn't for a while, you're not going to want to invest in something and buy something if you want to revert it back to its Hang full stand, you, state. You're, you're missing a trick here because Vince is a master manipulator and a master negotiator. Do you not think there's going to be something in the contract to say that when I they take I was it being over, when, I know, when they take it over, he's going to be part of creative. Now, if you were WWE, you would want a contingency mm. plan in place because there's going to be a time limit about how long he will have to stay in post. If they suddenly see ratings drop, he would get fired. He doesn't own it. He's an employee. For the first time in 40 yeah. odd years, he will be an employee. I have to say one thing as well. Vince's age, he's not going to be around for if he drops much dead longer tomorrow. anyway. You know, he's really, really not. Um, that... You know... Um, there's now what's trending at the moment is that there's hot rumours. Um, people are in favour. Uh, they believe Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to leave. Right. Um, that's something which um, is is now uh, trending. Um, 
now they're, they're also talking about um, it's the end of tribute for the troops. Um, it's the end of a lot of things. I think we're going to need to leave it there. Yeah, I, lo- I love this one. I love this one. Make uh, Iron Sheik a uh, new general manager. <laughs> I think the memes I- are going to be going crazy. But if you want to stay tuned to us here at Square Circle on Facebook and on Twitter, we'll give you the latest as we know it. What a weird show. What a weird week. What a weird show. Are we going out with Who Am I? We're not going out with Who Am I because we're running out of time. But Who Am I will be next week. Okay. We are, however, going to go out with something which you didn't actually know was going to be scheduled um, and you've referenced it earlier on. We're going out with Vince McMahon injecting a lethal dose of poison. Um, Guys, thanks for joining us. It has been a weird show. Not what we planned at all. Um, But I think you all agree we had to cover it in its entirety um, today. We will be back next week with a normal show, including more news, not just about Vince McMahon, or it might not be. Who knows? We might not be covering WWE at all uh, from next week. Um, we're going to go out with the theme music of Will Ospreay, the aerial assassin. We'll be back next week with more of the Squared Circle. Until then, guys, take care, see you later, and speak to you at the matches. See ya. It has been said that anything can happen here in the World Wrestling Federation, but now more than ever, truer words have never been spoken. This is a conscious effort on our part to open the creative envelope, so to speak, in order to entertain you in a more contemporary manner. Even though we call ourselves sports entertainment because of the athleticism involved, the key word in that phrase is entertainment. The WWF extends far beyond the strict confines of sports presentation into the wide open environment of broad-based entertainment. We borrow from such program niches like soap operas, like the days of our lives, or music videos such as those on MTV, daytime talk shows like Jerry Springer and others, cartoons like the King of the Hill on Fox, sitcoms like Seinfeld, and other widely accepted forms of television entertainment. We in the WWF think that you, the audience, are quite frankly tired of having your intelligence insulted. We also think that you're tired of the same old simplistic theory of good guys versus bad guys. Surely the era of the superhero who urged you to say your prayers and take your vitamins is definitely passe. Therefore, we've embarked upon a far more innovative and contemporary creative campaign that is far more invigorating and extemporaneous than ever before. However, due to the live nature of Raw and the war zone, we encourage some degree of parental discretion as it relates to the younger audience allowed to stay up late. Other WWF programs on USA, such as Saturday Morning Livewire and Sunday Morning Superstars, where there's a 40% increase in the younger audience, obviously, however, need no such discretion. I'm back. Um, Just in case anybody realized, that wasn't injecting a lethal dose of poison, but that was actually much better, because how hypocritical was it? That hurt. That hurt listening to that back, and it, it, it actually makes Vince sound even more hypocritical, doesn't it? Really, it when really you hear the, what he says and uh, like insulting our intelligence and things like that. And well, I mean, well, there we go. It, it, just no words. It's, it, it's it, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens when when we get some uh, official word on, on what is going on. We will. It's just. That is it Um, for us now. We will see you next week with more of the Square Circle. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. V-Man! You've got to beat V-Man!